Welcome to Behind the Line, where we pull back the curtain on the challenges facing first responders and frontline workers. The work you do is unique, and so are the stresses that go with it. Join me as we tackle key issues to reduce risks for burnout, and as we work to support you in doing the job you love without sacrificing being the kind of person you want to be. Hey there, and welcome back to Behind the Line. I'm your host, Lindsay Foss. If you're new to Behind the Line, what you should know about me is that I'm a clinical counselor specializing in trauma therapy. And after over a decade working with first responders and frontline workers around issues like burnout, compassion fatigue, PTSD, and related OSIs, I have become a passionate wellness advocate and educator for those who sacrifice so much for our communities out on the front lines. Behind the Line is a place for us to talk about the real life behind the scenes challenges facing you on the front lines. I created this podcast with the hope of bringing easy access to skills for wellness, allowing you to find greater sustainability both on the job and off. We are doing something a little bit different for the month of May, you guys. So for those of you who have listened for a long time on our various podcast platforms, I want to invite you to try to take this month in a little bit differently because we are not just making this available as audio only on podcast platforms. We are also doing this as a video series on YouTube. So go check it out. You can see me. Welcome to my office. You can see where I work, my home away from home. And join me as we try to work at making some really tangible tools for you that can be super applicable into your life right now. So we are focusing this month on something that we're calling May Minis. Part of this is because I have a lot going on at work and with personal life, my kids just started like 5 million different activities and I'm having a hard time keeping up. So I wanted to make something that allowed me to still put out weekly content to you guys that feels valuable to you, but in a way that's fitting my lifestyle for where I'm at right this moment and kind of conscious of my own needs around burnout and managing my time. The other piece though, is that we hear a lot from you guys about loving some of our more informational um, kinds of philosophical conversations about what it means to be in frontline work, but that more than anything, what you guys seem to love most is when we get really practical and we talk about tools that really make a difference in your life today. So that's what we're going to focus on. We have talked a lot on the show about things like grounding and mindfulness and self-care and all of these really important ways that we activate, we've talked about these things before, our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain that helps us do our best thinking and problem solving and navigating through challenging times. The challenge with our prefrontal cortex is it turns off, or at least turns way down, when our stress center is activated, which is way at the back of our brains. When our stress center gets activated, It occupies all of the energy in my brain. It robs and thieves energy from other parts of my brain in order to ensure my sense of survival. The hard part is that sometimes our brains overgeneralize that sense of survival need. So it starts to activate it in really weird and wonky moments that is not really necessary. And it makes it hard for us to kind of come back down because the part of our brain that would help us look at the context and go, hey, I maybe don't need this reaction right now, isn't actually even online. So 
What we're trying to do for the month of May is offer you guys really quick win ways that you can work at integrating some tools that will help manage this a little bit. Some of these we've talked about in passing in other episodes, but many of them were like quite some time ago, early when we first started the podcast in 2020. And so we really wanted to anchor back to some of those basics. Today, the one I'm bringing you is one that we have never talked about before, but I found myself recently sharing with a lot of my clients. I think a little bit it's because COVID has taken a number on all of us. Um, throw onto that the conflict in Ukraine right now, and so many other just global pieces that are happening. Worry is becoming a thing that we are just living with every moment of the day. And so one of the things I've been hearing a lot about in my clinical practice here at the office is people just finding themselves falling asleep, feeling worried about things, finding that they have a hard time falling asleep because they're worrying and stewing about things finding that from the moment they wake up, they feel like they're waking up already thinking about the things that they're spending most of their day kind of hashing through the various things that they're worried about. And it's really tricky because if we kind of get stuck in that perpetual worry space, our brain just feels like this becomes normal. So it's kind of becomes the new baseline. And so it leaves us in a position where it's really hard to kind of come back down, come back to normal. So one of the activities that I have assigned to many, many clients is something that I call the worry jar. Now I've actually taken this activity from a child therapy program. Apologies for those of you who are hearing the train in the background. I work close to a train track. Um, I'm taking this from something that's actually really common in child therapy that we do with kids who are anxious. But what I found is it's really, really useful for all humans. And to some extent, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you'll know that I often talk about the fact that adults are just children in tall bodies. And so some of the things that work really, really well for kids continue to work really, really well for us. And we need to just figure out how to adapt those into like grown up terms. So the worry jar, here's how it goes. You're going to get a jar. If you're watching this on video, you'll get to see my little container. Um, If you are listening, I will describe it to you so that you know what I'm talking about. I have a little, I think it was purchased at the dollar store kind of container. It looks like a little tiny metal briefcase. Um, I love this one because it was made at a job I used to work at and we decoupaged it with all kinds of collage magazine sayings and pretty pictures and stickers and things. Um, and so it brings me a lot of nostalgia and joy that you could choose anything. It could be a plastic Tupperware container for all I care. Choose something though that feels like it is kind of special to you or feels really secure. So like has a latch on it, has a mechanism for closing. Um, choosing something that's kind of like large enough to hold some stuff, but small enough that you can hide it somewhere so that it feels also quite private and personal to you, depending on what you're placing in it, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but that you have the ability to kind of put it away when you're done. Okay, so what we do with the worry jar is we set aside dedicated time. Now, this is the part that is actually probably more than any other part of this exercise, the thing that makes it work. When we just like live our daily lives, right, we just do the doing, we have a tendency to haphazardly forget to stop and pause and give our brains the ability to like 
review and revise and adapt. We're just doing all of the time, which is why worrying tends to show up more and more in the quiet moments because it's the space that it can take. And so it's going to take it for all it's worth. So what we can do is we can dedicate worry time. We can carve out 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. I'd say max it out at 20 minutes. Set a timer for that period of time, whatever time you've decided you need, 10, 15, 20, somewhere in that increment, okay? Set the timer. What you're gonna do in that time is you are going to write down any things that you are currently worried about. So I have a little pack of sticky notes here. I have a couple of worries in mind. My husband and I are trying to figure out how to build a deck in our backyard. That's been a little bit of a tricky thing because there's a lot of like, well, we could do this or we could do that. And how much is it going to cost? Oh, like a bajillion dollars. Um, Okay, so that's going to be one of my things. I'm going to open my worry jar and I'm going to place it inside. Behind the Line is sponsored by Beating the Breaking Point. Beating the Breaking Point is a seven-part online training program designed specifically for first responders and frontline workers and tailored to fill the gaps in your training to support resilience and sustainability. Whether you're new to the work and wanting to cultivate tools to prevent burnout, compassion fatigue, and related concerns, or you are deep into your years on the job and have gone a few rounds with burnout and other mental health challenges, This program offers the foundational pieces you need to support personal and professional wellness for the long haul. You are a helper. You love your work and you sacrifice a lot. Investing in you and your sustainability is the best gift you can give yourself and those who lean on you. We make this program as risk-free as possible by offering a limited money back guarantee to ensure that it's a fit for you. If you enjoy Behind the Line, you are going to love this program. Google Beating the Breaking Point Lindsay and find everything you need to get started or use the link in the show notes. Now back to the episode. What else am I worrying about lately? I am worrying about, well, taxes. Tax season is always fun when you're self-employed. Um, so let's add that into the can. So I am going to put, let's imagine that I've done this activity for a while and I have over time added different things into my jar. So when it's my worry time, I'm going to start out by adding more things into my jar that are currently part of what my brain is worrying and stewing about. Okay. From there, once I'm done that part of the activity, the remaining balance of the time that's left in my 10, 15, 20 minutes that I've got on my timer, I get to dig through and randomly pull out a paper. And I am going to sit with whatever that thing is and consider it. So for this one, it's build the deck because it's one of the two things I threw into this jar. So I'm gonna spend some time worrying about building the deck. I'm going to think about what it is that's bothering me about that. I'm going to think about what solutions I might want to try to try to move this into a direction where it can move off of my worry list. I'm going to spend some time just sitting in the discomfort of what it feels like to know that this is a thing that's looming in my life right now. If it's something that continues to be a worry, I'm going to put it back in the jar. 
If it's something that I'm done worrying about because it's over or past or I've moved through it in some meaningful way, I'm going to crumple it up and I'm going to chuck it. I'm going to be done with that one. Okay. When I feel like I have sufficiently worried about one of the things on a piece of paper, but I'm not done with it yet. It needs to go back in the jar. I'm going to stick it back in the jar and then I'm going to draw another one at random. And I'm going to spend some time sitting with that. And I'm going to continue to do that until my timer goes off. What's going to happen is over time, my brain is going to start to feel like it doesn't need to spend so much time worrying and stressing about the things in the quiet moments, like just before I go to sleep or first thing when I wake up in the morning or when I'm trying to do my meditation time in the middle of the day, if that's the thing I try to do. It's going to try to do less of that because your brain knows that you have created and carved out intentional time just specifically for this job. So it doesn't need to intrude in some of the quiet spaces anymore because it has its own time. And your brain learns to know that and trust that and trust you that you're going to give it what it needs, which is just some time to sit with it. Okay. So this is what the worry jar activity is really all about. All you need is a jar, some scraps of paper. You can like rip up or shred some little bits of printer paper and a pen. It's all it asks of you. Set a timer, 10, 15, 20 minutes, and let yourself intentionally carve out time that is just for you to sit with what is hard or challenging or facing you in your life right now, instead of trying to push it down and pretend like it's not there, because that's not working, is it? Okay, that's the worry jar activity, you guys. We did that. We did that. Good for us. So, From here, what I want to say is that if you have other thoughts or you want to share about how this activity goes for you, I would love to hear about it. Please reach out and connect with me. You know that you can find me on social media at Lindsay A. Foss. It is right there in the caption below. And you can connect with me by email if you prefer, support at thrive-life.ca. I love hearing from you guys about what you're up to, what's hard for you, what you'd like us to talk more about on the show. We love tailoring the podcast to echo your needs. And so let us know. Reach out. We also want to say a just huge thank you to all of you for sharing about Behind the Line to others that you know on the front lines. Please continue to share. This makes a difference. Until next time, guys, stay safe.